0: Good to see you today, uh, you know, today is uh, a day that I get to talk about um, my passion And uh, my, my passion is, um, it's undoing the deeds of the devil That's what my, that's what my passion is um, And so we're going to get to talk about just the living out of it today And what I believe that God has, has, has revealed to me what I'm supposed to do. Now, as Josh is saying, we have this lunch at um, at 12:30. Michael Ryan, a musician, is going to be here, and we're going to have a fun lunch. We will get to eat, and while you're eating, you you will you will actually be feeding somebody else while you're eating. the The proceeds from all of this goes to uh, it goes into to to doing what I love doing, and that is taking the foot of, of, of Satan off of the back of the necks of poor people and um, it's something that it, it drives me I, I sometimes I wish it it didn't but it does so I'm, I'm gonna talk about that today and today's message is going to be probably one of the shortest messages uh, on the face of the earth and some of you some of you don't believe that you don't believe that no. I don't believe it either we'll see how I do But what I do know is that for us to have our lunch at 1230, um, not, you know, it's not, this message is not going to go to 1230. But uh, but in the second service, um, it's going to be, um, it will be... um, very concise so if you want to come and if you want to come back uh, for for lunch come on back for lunch a lot of people so I'm just gonna I'll go to the to the second service and my lunch will be will be waiting for me when I'm finished so anyway today I'm gonna be talking about about the gospel of Jesus Christ the gospel of Jesus Christ is a is an action gospel it is something that requires us to to do something um, a lot of times, I sh- uh, you know, I, I, in the world that I live in, I get a couple of points from people. One of them is that, um, wow, you know, um, what, you know, what you're doing through, through, through kid care, what you're doing through your, the feeding programs, what you're doing through the educational programs, boy, that, that's a really good thing, and it's good to do good. And you know, I'm not going to argue with that, but I don't do good because it's good to do good. I don't do good, and I'm quoting these. you know, I don't do good because it is something that is um, it's a nice thing to do. And, you know, if we were all just nicer to each other, we could all get along, and uh, that would be a good thing. My, my, my heart for, for taking care of, of the downtrodden is based on the gospel of Jesus Christ it is not based, based on social concerns. And we understand that. It's not because um, I think that humanity is just wonderful and we just all need to take care of each other. You know, yes, humanity is wonderful, and Jesus came to earth to die for our sins, but not to make us good people. He came to earth to redeem us and to put us into a right relationship. A number of years ago when I started... <clears throat> started the church, God hit me with a passage, and, I, you know, I mean, I've read it out my whole life, and I'm very familiar with it, and so are you, probably, and it's a passage, and I, I really felt God prompting me on it, and, and I guess this is, you know, and I want, I want you to, to confess this. I want you to, to say this with your words, you know, and, and the thing is, I didn't want to do it because I knew it was the words that Jesus used when he was starting his ministry, he took the scroll, the Old Testament scroll of Isaiah, and he read from it. And I said, man, I mean, that's, you know, I, you know what, I want to follow Jesus, but I don't want to, you know, he says, no, you know, Larry, this is, this is the plan. The plan is this. In Isaiah chapter 61, if you, if you have, this is not going to be on the screen." If you have your Bibles, turn with me uh, to Isaiah chapter 61. If you don't have your Bibles, write it down on something on the palm of your hand, or uh, write it down someplace, whatever you keep where you keep your, your post-it notes. My post-it note is usually the palm of my hand. Um, but, um, but read Isaiah chapter 61. And I, Jesus takes the scrolls. He's going to start his er- earthly ministry here. Jesus, God in flesh, not not a good man. Jesus, Jesus was not a good man. He was God, okay? <laughs> now, when his humanity, he wasn't good. He was excellent. He was perfection. We had, a, we had one of our church family members um, uh, whose father went to be with the Lord. And his whole life was, was spent around intellectual endeavor and intellectual, uh, you know, just a, a very in, extremely intelligent, bright, bright, bright uh, man. And, you know, his, his, his last few days of his life, he says, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but I've come to the conclusion, Jesus is perfection. Amen. You know, what a confession, huh? What a confession. So that, that, that profession, he's, he's not a liar. When he says, I'm God, he, he was telling the truth. But Jesus starts off his earthly ministry here and he says, "The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. Okay, he uh, has sent me to to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and to release from darkness, release from darkness for all the prisoners, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor." And the day of vengeance of our God. And to comfort all who mourn. And to provide for those who grieve um, in Zion. And to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. And the oil of gladness instead of mourning. And a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. And they will be called oaks of righteousness. A planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. I, I could go on, and I, and I, and I probably um, sh- should, but for the sake of time. You know, are you in a place in your life to where you're experiencing despair? Are you in a place in your life where, where there's confusion? Do you, do, you need, um, do you need gladness instead of mourning? You know, and God has got a plan for us to do that. There's another. There's a a pastor in America. He's a pastor. He's a theologian. He is a um, he is a philosopher. He is probably. um, I've I've seen situations where this guy has been people have tried to back him into a corner. Some of the top intellects um, against God have tried to back him into a corner. He can take the message of Jesus Christ. And just astound everybody with it. And, and, and leave everybody just, just holding their, their words in, in their hands and saying, I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. If you've never read anything by Tim Keller, if you've never you know, a, you know, embraced uh, some of the stuff, read some of his stuff. Look at some of the stuff that he's saying. But, but Tim Keller made a quote. And, and his quote was, Most people know that Jesus came to bring forgiveness. Less well-known is the biblical teaching that a true experience of the grace of Jesus Christ will inevitably motivate a man or a woman to seek justice in the world. And we live in a world that's unjust, and I've seen, I've seen it, and you, you've seen it too. I've, I've been to, to, to places around the world, and I've been here at home. Many of you fought injustice yesterday when you went to the food bank to, to, to feed uh, people who, who are struggling. You went to the food bank to, to, to bestow on them you know, a, a crown of beauty instead of, instead of ashes of despair. You went to the food bank and you said, I, I can do something, I can do something. And a person who has encountered the grace of Jesus Christ can do something. We can do something. Because while well, the need is so huge... I just I, I just don't know where to start I know what to do and today I want to give you some places to start I want to give you a little th- couple of things to to grab a hold of because of not because doing good is a good thing um, it, it's the saddest thing in the world of people who are doing good and they haven't been captured by the gospel of Jesus Christ because it's a, it's it's of no avail it doesn't matter it doesn't count maybe a person has been touched by it, but for standing in the presence of God. Again, God, we're not going to stand before God and, he, and He's not going to bring out the scales and say, well, let's check this thing out here. Here's all the good stuff you did in your life and here's all the bad stuff you did in your life. And we're going to weigh it out and if you did more good than bad, then you get to come and spend eternity with me in heaven. That is th- that, that's an American myth put that along with paul bunyan <laughs> uh, all, all of the, the myths that we can dream up that goes with all of those things that goes with the fairy tales doing good to get in the presence of jesus is a fairy tale it is deception and it is a lie there is only one way to get in the presence of god for eternity and that is through his son jesus and that is coming to that point of saying god I confess that I have been in rebellion towards you, whether you know it or not. God, I know that I have been living my life with a different attitude than yours. And so, God, by what Jesus did for me, I I grab a hold of that. Forgive me and put me in right relationship with you. Now, when Jesus is starting his ministry and he's saying uh, these oaks of righteousness, that there's going to be a growth that's going to take place in our lives but we're we're not saved by what we do but if we are truly saved there's going to be an evidence of it you know if I am truly married then I'm going to be living a married life I'm going to be living a life that that looks like a a married person I'm going to be honoring my wife I'm going to be protecting I'm going to be taking care of of those things that are important for us as, as a married couple James, the, the brother of Jesus, he, he, he wrote a letter. He, he understood more about the grace of God than, 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 than any of us. And he, he, writes, this, he writes this letter to, to, in essence, to defend the gospel. And he says, you know, what good is it, my brothers, if a man claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save him? Okay, suppose a brother or a sister uh, is without clothing uh, and, and daily food. And if one of you says to him, you know, go, I wish you uh, to keep warm and, and well-fed, but does nothing about it, his physical, about those physical needs, what good is it? Uh, and in the same way, faith by itself, if not accompanied by action, is, is dead. You know, that's, that, that's, that's scripture. It's, and see, sometimes we tend to take it as an either-or situation but it is not either or, it is both and. I am saved by the grace of Jesus Christ, and because I'm saved, my life is going to look different. Jesus came to, to put his blessings on the poor. I'm gonna, I was digging around for a little title today, and I came up with this title, that Jesus cares for those who care for the poor. And I, I really believe that. I, and, and the reason that I believe that is because, well... How about how about this one? Look in, in Proverbs in chapter nineteen and in verse seventeen. Okay, he who is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will reward him for what he has done. You now, wow. What, what we know is the Bible tells us that that God is a debtor to no man, and the and and, and God is you know that you're lending to the Lord when you. When you show up at the food bank, when you, when you go down to the thrift store and you, you volunteer some time, when you, when you drop some money into one of those five-gallon water jugs out there, that you know what you're doing? Is you're lending to the Lord. Now, not tithing. Not tithing. Tithing is not lending to the Lord. That is returning to God what, what is His. And you really haven't, you really haven't, loan to the Lord until you first tithe, until you've brought this, the full tithe into the storehouse. You know, you're just kind of taking something and saying, well, I'm going to take God's money and I'm going I'm to move it over here. But the Bible says that when I, when I feed the poor, it's, I'm lending to God. When I take care of the poor, the, the actions of, of this church and the way that, that you live in this church are so outgoing towards towards the poor of the world and i think some of you you just need to do some business with that this is i'm in this church because i believe in the message of it and and i got it and 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 i I, i'm i'm impacting the world i'm doing something to impact the world around me i'm involved in it some of you you're going to give blood you know, and, and I want you to know when you're giving blood you're not just hurting in, in, in pain for a while what you're doing is you're lending to the Lord and the passage says that and he will reward him for what he has done now our reward's going to be in heaven for eternity but I'm going to tell you something all of God's blessings splash over on this side of eternity also all of God's blessings. Sometimes you will experience an an immediate uh, payback from God. I'm going to tell you, there's times in my life uh, that I've experienced immediate payback from God. It's just been astounding. And there's other times I whine and I say, God, where's my reward, you know? Um, I know that none of you would ever do that. Um, None of you would ever say, oh, whoa, whoa, God, where are you right now? None of you would do that. But uh, I've been known to do that from time to time. But, um, but when Jesus is starting his, his message, I, I'm here to, to bring a good message to the poor. And, and the message is, is good news. And the good news is, is that God loves you and God's got an incredible plan for your life. Now, there's another passage I want you to look at and in Proverbs 28 and verse 27. It says, Whoever gives to the poor will not want, but he who hides his eyes will get a curse he who gives to the poor will not lack will lack nothing but he who closes his eyes to them receives many curses now, it's just not just it's not just like there's a lack of blessing but there's there's, there's a thing that comes I've in, in my travels around the world I've, I've had some incredible experiences and one time I was on I was on a plane um, coming back from from South Africa and um you know it's it's a long flight i mean it's it's uh you know you don't buy a ticket you 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 pay rent uh, you know and um, and so i was i was talking with some of the other passengers on the plane well what have you been doing oh i've been i've been hunting in africa oh what have you been doing well i'm I do humanitarian aid and we take care of you know right now i was just working on on a on a project with uh, mothers with aids and and babies with aids and so, oh well. And so the guy says, "You know what? There was a lady on our hunting trip. You need to talk with her. You need to talk with her. And, you know, she she's over here. She's this blonde lady over here. She's a great. She's a big hunter, great, great game hunter. Um, which I've never really got much into that. I mean, killing God's animals. I you know some of your hunters okay. You know, but anyway. And I I understand all the logic behind it. I've got a Keep keep them, keep stuff. in I understand all that. I don't want to get. It. But what I am saying is, that, so here's this lady who has more money than what she knows what to do with. Liter- literally, I mean, it's just just like, you know. And so, uh, so I went over and after after a while and just you know introduced myself to her and talked with her. And well, you know, maybe this is a person that can um, that can that can do something. Maybe she's looking for something. I know she's looking for something. Maybe this will. And so I talked with her a little bit about, about what we were doing and just the, the, the needs that were there. And, you know, and I said, you know, I, you know, since you have... You know, obviously, if, if you've been to Africa, you, you love Africa. Yeah, I, I love Africa. It's just amazing. It really is. Okay, yeah. So maybe you'd want to give back. Maybe you'd want to give back to, 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 these, to these needy people in this situation. And, uh, and, and she, she stopped. And she looked at me just square in the face... And she says, that's for people like you. And I walked away and I thought, you know what, you're right, you're right. That's for people like me. You know, she may have more Learjets than than I would ever know what to do with she may have more houses around the world than i would know what to do with but what i know is that 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 god meets me at my points of need and takes care of me because i really believe that jesus takes care of those who take care of the poor it's a reason that in this church we've taken a, a, a day the whole day to focus on this on the importance of taking care of the poor and I want you to see the ways that you do it I don't want you to hear a message of oh we're just not doing enough if you're hearing that at all I want—I don't want you to hear that at all I want you to hear here's what we're doing in this church because I'm a part of this church not everybody gets to do what I get to do of, of going to Africa and going to to places around the world and, and, and I mean, and picking up a baby that's got AIDS, and you know you know you know what, kid, you're not going to be here in a month. But at least I get to come and hold you. At least I get to come, and, and I can do this right now. I, c- I can do something. I can do something. And when Jesus says that you come to, and He has come to preach a message of of, of good news to the poor. What I want you to know is that your life is is a message of good news to the poor. Your life is a message of saying, I can do something. I get to do something. I I go to a church that does something about it. I commit my time and my energy and my money to a church that is involved in, in, in taking the message around the world. This, this is what I believe, and this is where I go, and this is what I'm committed to. And as you are investing in, in, in the offerings to this church, you're investing in world missions. You're investing in, in feeding the poor. You're investing in the life of that baby that has AIDS. You're investing in the life of that mother that is struggling to try and, and, and make it for her family. You're investing in that mother that very honestly got AIDS. Because she was trying to make it for her family. And we get to do something. We get to be that message. We get to be that that place of hope. This is the kingdom of God in its fullest form. It is the wrestling of of, of good versus evil. It is the wrestling of righteousness against unrighteousness. And we get to be on that team. And we get to invest in that team, and we get to do those things that that God has called us to do. And 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 there is and because I believe certain passages in the Bible, then therefore I'm I'm obligated to believe all of them. And it says that when I give to the poor, that that I'm not going to be in want, that there's going to be a blessing that is there. But, but that passage goes on to say but, but if, if, if I hide my eyes from that if I say go away that's for people like you then I can expect the other side of it not the blessing but I can expect the curse I can expect things to go wrong in my life because I have moved away from the promises of God So we read this passage in James that 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 that, that, that we have to be involved in doing something. It's not just like, oh, I believe in God and everything else. Just don't, I'm not worried about it. When you believe in God and you believe in this message, you're going to begin to have the eyes of Jesus. And you're going to see that chance that opportunity to go out and to, and to do something about it, to bring a message of, of hope to people. In James in chapter 1, verse 27, the passage says, that that religion and this is one of the few places and you know we always use it around you know you know we're not talking about religion we're talking about relationship but i'm not pilfering with the bible okay i'm not pilfering with the bible but to get to get the the message across i'm gonna i'm going to just for a moment please allow me to do this okay um but but religion if you let me say relationship okay? okay would you give me that one okay thank you thank you relationship with God that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this to look out to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world see there you know it's it's not an either or situation there it's a both and that, 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 that relationship with God, if we, if we really have that, that pure and, and undefiled relationship, that faultless relationship, then there's going to be a living out of our values of life that it's not all about me, but it's about what can I do and, and how can I invest in, in the world around me and what can I do to make this a, a better place. There's there's, there's a, a passage in in the book of Acts, and just for the sake of time, I'm not going to uh, to, to read it to you. But um, but in in the book of of, of Acts is a, a great great story on, on the early church, of a um, uh, in in the city of Joppa, and uh, this was um, obviously after the day of Pentecost, the church had been born, and there wa- there was a lady in Joppa, and this lady in Joppa her name was Tabitha Um, that Tabitha was her was her was her Greek uh, name and Dorcas uh, was was her Jewish name and so Tabitha or Dorcas whichever one you wanna however you wanna look at her this morning the Bible says something about her that is very important and it says that that Tabitha was a person that took care of the poor now she was a contemporary of jesus she probably now we don't have this in the bible but there's some little things through church history that kind of throw some things this way but she probably was one of those people that saw the ministry of, of jesus she may have again I'm, this is Larry Kapczynski with his mind going wild, okay? You know, she may have been one of those 5,000 that saw the miracle of the feeding. Uh, uh, you know. She may have been one of those people that's, that was standing there looking at, 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 at Jesus when he's standing in front of Lazarus' tomb. And he says, come on out of there. You're not, you're not done here yet. Come on out. What we know is that that, that Tabitha was a woman whose life had been radically impressed by Jesus Christ right at the time. She was one of those believers that believed, I saw him when he was alive earlier, I knew about him, I knew his message, and now I know that he is raised from the dead and I'm giving my life to him. She was a contemporary. We're not talking about somebody who was backed off and said, oh, well, you know, well I, I'll believe that. But she saw things. She experienced things. And her experience, how she lived it out, was she took care of the poor. And Tabitha got sick. And Tabitha died. Tabitha died. And the Bible says that, that all, of, you know, all, of, all of Joppa was, was crying because there was this person that was, was, was doing the deeds and the works of Jesus. And she was taking care of what the Bible tells us to do and taking care of widows and orphans. And she was, and all of a sudden, Tabitha's gone. And the town is in, oh, no, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Peter hears about it. And he goes, he goes to, to Joppa. And he says, Tabitha, come back to life. Come on, Tabitha, come back. Come back. He didn't go before, Oh God, please, this is a good person. This is a very good Oh God, please, please, please. It was no begging. It was just he spoke to her and said, Come back, come back, come back to life. And she did. This was the first time that any of the disciples had raised anybody from the dead. Peter was stepping out on out on the limb to 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 do something here he was stepping out to you know well I hope this works. I I've seen Jesus do it and so that I'm gonna do what Jesus did he told us that the things that he did that we would be doing and so tabitha come back and out of that is is the reason that I really want to 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 impress you with the idea that that Jesus cares for those who care about the poor the thing about the Bible, what it specifically says is that Tabitha cared for the poor. She watched out for them. And it looks like that God was watching out for her. My encouragement to you this morning is that you find those places that you're comfortable in, and you don't run from them. It's not always comfortable to take care of the poor. It's not always a very easy thing to do. But, but I want to encourage you to continue to do it in the ways that you can whatever those ways may be you know one of the ways that, that, that we have set up in the church is, is this well, yeah. what I've asked you to do is, is, to, is just, just once a week to, to not have a cup of coffee just once a week you know, um, and, you know and, and I'm talking about a cheap cup of coffee too I'm just saying just a dollar once a week and to bring in that, that dollar once a week and to drop it in that, that, the, one of those five-gallon water jugs out there so that, that, that this money goes to, to feeding the, the kids, to feeding the poor. And so what I, my deal with you this morning is, is I want to sell you this coffee cup for $52 and, and 52 easy payments. <laughs> and, I, and if you will commit to, to doing that... Um, you know, grab one of those coffee cups out there okay take it home with you and, and remind yourself hey I'm drinking coffee right now um, and you know, and uh, the truth is I mean honestly we know that we're all going to have a cup of coffee if you're a coffee drinker you know we, we know we're going to we're not gonna. but we're going to take that dollar and say you know what I'm doing this moms and dads teach your kids I, I see some of you as moms and dads Come up every Sunday, and you, your kids are showing up, and they've, they've they've got a dollar. Sometimes it's in pennies. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, some, you know, and, and, I, and, I, and I, I, I hear moms or dads, and they'll squat down, and, and, and they'll say, "You know what you're doing, don't you?" Uh-huh, "I'm I'm feeding somebody. I'm feeding a, a little mo- baby that doesn't have a mommy or daddy." Because pure and undefiled religion takes care of orphans and widows. Sunday mornings, we need to have that as a declaration of this is what we do here. Every Sunday morning, come and put a dollar in the first thing just to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And My encouragement to you is, is that, that you find those places, that if it's not that one, of, of some other way to, 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 to bring the message and the hope and the promise of Jesus. We can, we, can, we can do so much in this church, and, and you do. And, and, and we have stepped up to the plate and we said, God uses, us, and God honestly is using us. You're giving your time. I mean, all of that stuff that, that's out there, that, that happened out there in, in the lobby, you know, somebody, it, it didn't just happen. People invested time because they knew that they were going to make something happen. We have volunteers that come in whether it is at the food bank on Saturdays or whether it is uh, feeding in different ways. We've had kids all summer long that are out on the grass that we have reached out to to the downtrodden to say, we're going to do something here for you. And what I'm saying is that a church that does this is a church that needs to continue. And as you give to Granite Creek Community Church, I want you to know you're continuing this message of hope and promise for the future. And most of you know that I don't talk this way very much around the church about the issue of giving. I talk more on, on the forgiveness of sins and the grace and the mercy of God. But someplace along the line, it has to be balanced out with that issue of if I really, really have been captured by the love of God, there's going to be some things that's going to happen. And if the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me, then he's anointed me to preach good news to the poor. And part of that message of the poor is, if Jesus was here today, he would be undoing the works of the devil of, of poverty and of robbing people of their dignity, of robbing children of their dignity. You know, we we'll, we'll talk about this at our lunchtime uh, today at twelve at twelve thirty. But the sponsor a child program that we have is something that is is so so valuable. We don't. I get to see it. I get to see it I get to go and, 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 and you can go too some of you just very honestly you need to go you need to get out of your comfort zone stretch yourself you know go to, go, go to, to, to a foreign country to where poverty is really poverty I mean, where, you know where it's not like well I'm poor but my big screen is broken right now that's how you know. this is this is a little girl that when you when you when you're giving and, and, and we this is one of the kids that we're using for sponsor a child. And when I say using. I mean I, I don't mean to say we're using her, but it's there's, there's 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 some out on the front. We have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of of, of lemmas. Hundreds of them. He says my name is Lena Jackson. I was born in Nairobi, Kenya, to a family of five children. Okay, I started at uh, Kenyora Primary School and attended up to class one. And then our parents moved uh, to Arusha, Tanzania. Arusha, Tanzania is where kid care has, where we have our, 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 our center, and it's where we are building a c- another, we are in the process of building a center. Again, we'll talk more about this at lunchtime. We're building a center that's going to be a, um, a, a warehouse for food, a warehouse for books, as well as a, a location where we're building for a guest house so people can come and, and, and visit uh, Africa, and get involved in doing something on, on a hands-on way. But then my parents moved to Arusha, Tanzania where my mother did casual work, like washing our neighbor's clothes to get money for food, clothing, and for rent. Then um, I, w- I started going to Umtua Umbu uh, Primary School uh, while I was there. One day, my sister came to pick us up uh, and to take us home. Now, that was not in a car, okay? <laughs> came to pick us up means I'm coming to, to, to walk home with you. Um, one day, my sister came to pick us up and brought it to take us back to home where we found that our parents had separated and left us. I don't know where my father is living. I heard that my mother is living in Dar es Salaam, staying, and she never contacts us. I had to drop out of school uh, after our parents left. The kids after this, they have to live on the streets. They are condemned to simply either selling their little bodies to, to make some money to, to, get, to get enough food, to, enough money to, to buy some food or, or just trading their bodies off for a, for a sandwich. Um, they, they will beg, they will, they will hit somebody up and say, I'm hungry, can, can, can you give me something? Now, I probably I'm probably going to ball like a three year old in Kmart right now. Probably should have somebody a real tough guy come up and read this. I'd have Adam come up. He'd be, he's worse than me. <laughs> <laughs> Kid care took me and my brother off the streets in January of 2012 gave us a place to sleep and food to eat I would like to attend school and I promise to study harder thank you for helping me I will study harder and make sure that I succeed at my future plans to be a school teacher my problem is is that I know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of lemmas. and looking for that place would, would somebody care and and as we as we do things for those of you that that are involved in the thrift store you know that, that money is going to our food bank here it's also going to buy school uniforms for little kids like lena because if you don't have a uniform in in most countries in the world you don't go to school and and my 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 encouragement to you my dear friends is that as we are involved in, in saying, you know, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, that we are, we are really confessing it and we are really doing it, and the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is, in fact, upon us. And the evidence of it is the joy of salvation. The evidence of it is, is that I've been saved and I've been redeemed. I love God with all of my heart. God has blessed me with a great blessing, and I'm, I'm going to follow Him no matter what it takes. And by the way, there are those people out there that need to see Jesus through me. And I'm going to be Jesus for them. I'm, I'm going to, to let them see a loving God by saying, here's what I can do. I'm ask the worship band to come to the front. And again, you know, folks, please, you know, if you think, oh, this is some kind of a, of a beg for money today, um then I've I failed in saying to you, the sign of, of the blessings of God on our life is that we care about what Jesus cares about. I could have taken five hours today to, to, to read scriptures on, on, on the heart of the, that God has for the poor. But I just want to, to encourage you to, this morning that as you're giving to this church, you're giving boldly and you're saying, you know what, this is a church that preaches the message to the poor. This is a church that, that doesn't just say, get saved, but this is a church that says, and because we are, we get to do something. You know, if you want to sponsor a child like Lena, you know, and I, t- I tell you what, you, know, you, you just see her picture, and, you know, you got, I want to I do that, I want to do that. You know you know you can sign up to sponsor her this is just one story a little 13 year old girl that ran away from home because her dad had sold her for two cows to a uh, to a 60 year old maasai to be to be his, his one of his one of his wives we live in a world that's not fair The message is not let's go out and socially change the world. The message is let's teach them about Jesus. Let's let the love of God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That's that's the message. And because of that message, we get to be involved in changing the world, we get to loan to God. Are you loaning to God? If you're teaching Sunday school here, you're loaning to God. If you're involved in the food bank, if you're involved in any area of ministry in this church, you're loaning to God. Because this is a church that says, we're not going to click our tongues and say somebody should. We're going to be the person like that that does those kinds of things, okay? Okay. We're going to be a church that is socially rejected by by the, the, the elite that says, oh, that's for people like you. We'll be those kinds of people. We'll be those kinds of people. Because Jesus Christ, God in flesh, has come and he's radically changed our lives. And I can't look anymore. Be careful how you give. Make sure that when you're giving, it's going to the right place. <coughs> Every once in a while, you know, you'll see the, the person on the, on the, the freeway off-ramp that, you know, that, that, you know I'm, I'm not judging them or anything, but once in a while you'll see one of them that's really honest, that just says, I'm not going to lie, I just want a beer. Yeah. Be careful how you give. You are responsible before God for your finances. Make sure that you know that your gift is going to a place that's going to do what it's supposed to be doing. Let's stand. Oh, Father, I I pray today that as we embrace the message of the kingdom of God that the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on us and you have anointed us to preach good news. God, we're going to preach the good news. We're going to bring this message of hope. THIS MORNING, as, AS THE USHERS ARE COMING UP TO THE FRONT TO, to RECEIVE your, your, YOUR TITHES, THAT GIFT TO GOD, THE THING THAT KEEPS THE DOORS OF GRANITE CREEK COMMUNITY CHURCH ALIVE AND KEEPS IT OPEN. MAYBE YOU'VE NEVER HAD THAT ENCOUNTER WITH THE LORD. MAYBE YOU'VE NEVER EXPERIENCED GOD'S GRACE AND GOD'S MERCY. Where YOU SAY, WELL, I, I WANT TO DO GOOD STUFF. NO. OUR RIGHTEOUSNESS, THE BIBLE TELLS US, IS LIKE FILTHY RAGS. It doesn't count. But if you know that there's something going on inside of you, and you say, I, I need the Lord, on your, the tariff on the bulletin there's a little box, and if you would complete that, that, that thing, and we ask everybody in our church to complete it, drop it in the offering. Mark that box if I'm interested in becoming a Christian. And we'll get a hold of you this week, and we'll introduce you to Jesus Christ. God in flesh who came to preach a message of good news to the poor, to those that are downtrodden, for those that are beat up, for those that are experiencing hopelessness. And let God bless you this morning. Now Father, I thank you that you smile on your church and we receive your blessings today. Father, as a church, because we are committed, we know that 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 we will be rewarded that there will be a blessing that will come. And I pray that everyone here will see the blessings on their lives in this coming week. Like, oh, God did that. God did that. God did that. God did that. May we see that. May we experience that. And we give you the glory and we give you the praise in the honor of the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you return your tithes and offerings to the Lord this morning.